Hello, fellow Xbox adventurers, and welcome to this week's episode of Xbox Quest, the number one podcast on Star-Lord's Zune, and home for all news, reviews, and segments on the world of Xbox. On this week's show, we're going to discuss uh, Xbox Game Showcase, Summer Game Fest demo event, Fallout TV show by Amazon, Evo Online canceled. All right, today I'm joined, as always, by Drax the Destroyer himself, Jake Burton. Humility. I like it. I, too, am extraordinarily humble. Is that a metaphor? No, I mean, if Star-Lord um, is here, then I guess you could be Drax. You could be Drax or Rocket, and I just... I just, Drax I just don't get metaphors, what I'm saying. Oh, God, it goes over your head. I don't understand metaphors, Yank. It wouldn't go over my head. I would catch it. <laughs> too fast. My reflexes are too quick. Too fast. Fantastic. All right, Jake, how are you doing, man? I'm doing very good. Working on becoming invisible. It's going well. Just gonna uh, stand there for a couple hours. You'll be good. Yeah, just eat some chips real slow. Yeah. No, it's going well. How's everything for you? Not too bad. Just got back from vacation, so I'm super behind on literally everything. It's That's real what bad. We're here for here to play catch up. We're doing this on time, though. Show's gonna be out on time. Yeah, this show'll be out on time. You're, Other shows you're already late. You're already all caught up. Exactly. Um, and all right, so and we want to give a shout out to uh, Wyatt Lane on Twitter at Wyatt Lane or SoundCloud.com at Wyatt Lane Music. He's the one who made the awesome intro of the dope Xbox sounds. Thanks again. I always put his links in the description, but I want to give him a verbal shout out as well. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize we hadn't done that yet. He is amazing. I didn't even like hear the music as it was coming or like being workshopped. I just heard it when it was done and I was like, cool, take one. Perfect. <laughs> this yeah. is amazing. He is real good. Very happy with how that turned out. Yeah, he's awesome. All right, so we're going to go ahead and just get right into it. The news. This one's a shorter one, kind of a, a confirmation on what we talked about last week. But the Xbox Game Showcase, the Xbox event showing all the first-party games off, has been uh, confirmed for July 23rd, 2020, uh, for 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern, you know, real time. Um which is the way that we do it. And it confirmed uh, it should have games from Double Fine, Ninja Theory, Obsidian, of course, Halo Infinite. So that the showcase has been confirmed July 23rd at noon Eastern time. So yeah, kind of just the news we covered last week, but we finally got a definitive date and time for when those things we discussed and, you know, kind of posited on what was coming or we'll find out exactly when they're coming. Yeah, it's nice Some- they got ahead of it early. We got an official date. Yeah, plenty of time to plan. Plenty of time for me to find a reason to fake sick on a Thursday at noon. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take off of work. I just realized that I'm off the Wednesday, but not the Thursday, so I might just happen to take off that day as well. We do. We literally, do. Any, literally any excuse I'll, I'll make to take off of work. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> so it's all a good time. But yeah, that's all that one really is. Uh, the next one, we'll go over this one real quick because we're going to kind of talk more in depth about it later. But to go along with the Xbox Game Showcase, um, Summer Game Fest demo event. Uh, This is officially from Xbox.com. Summer Game Fest demo event coming July 21st to an Xbox One near you. Uh, Pretty much this is uh, sponsored by Jeff Keighley and his whole uh, initiative for this summer. Pretty much from July 21st to July 27th, 
they're going to be more than 60 brand new game demos just available for free on Xbox. There's going to be like a little a little tile and you click in there. You should be able to play demos. It's pretty much a replacement for not having an, an E3 or a PAX or Gamescom for people to go play the demos. So they're like, hey, for this week on Xbox, come play these games. Just play the demos and have a good time and, you know, and see what you like and, and give your feedback. So I think this is super good. I'm going to kick it over to you, but I really like this idea. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. That's going to be a cool thing that, you know, and again, maybe we'll talk more of this part later, but I don't think I'd ever really have the opportunity to go to like an E3. Like I'm in South Carolina. Nothing is ever close to me. If I'm, if I go to any cool video game events, it involves like a whole vacation based around it. Just never been, you know, something that's been on the table. So the fact that, you know, these experiences other people have gotten like at locations for years that it's coming to like your house is kind of incredible. So we'll cover more of the games that are on there and that'll be the ones already announced as available later. But um, yeah, two more items of news uh, that I kind of highlighted here. Uh, So we got a very short, not really even a trailer, but a teaser for the Fallout TV show that is coming to Amazon Prime. War. War never changes. Classic, you know, Fallout trailer where it's very zoomed in and it pans out and you kind of see the vault door. And uh, yeah, they announced that we are getting a Fallout TV adaptation coming to exclusively to Amazon Prime. Um, it is being produced by the team that made Westworld. So people seem to like part of that show. I haven't watched any of it, but heard good things about some seasons and some good things about other seasons. I, I don't know. It's I mean, it seems yeah. like first season parts is of it are good. Yeah, first season is fantastic. Yeah, so hopefully if those those people have a uh, an air of quality about them, this could be cool. It could be nothing. It could just be a run of the mill uh you know, apocalypse show once you put it in TV form. That's going to be the hard part is how do you, you know, how do you set apart a world that's cool in video games because there's the aspect of like exploration and finding vaults when it's linear? Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe it'll be super weird. Can they make super mutants look cool on the TV budget? We'll find out. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'll at least give it a try. Yeah, that's the thing about Amazon is I think it's my least watched streaming service, but they put so much money into their stuff, man. Like they've got that whole Lord of the Rings series, which is going to be extremely expensive and hopefully good. Yeah. Like I need to start watching the boy. Like they they make really good stuff. And again, it's my least used, my least watched um service that I that I watch, but I'll watch a Fallout show. I pay it. for it. I think I forget it exists because I same thing. I haven't watched the boys either. And I've been meaning to since I first heard about it. And it's just every time I'm like, oh, we just finished a show, time to watch a new one. I always go straight to Netflix or Hulu and I always forget to go to Amazon Prime. But uh, yeah. but I mean, yeah, if they're putting out good stuff. That should be very cool. And uh, yeah, I like Fallout games, so I'll definitely at least give it a try for that and that alone. Um, that's the big news. I don't think there's much else out as far as release dates or when anything's actually coming. I think just the fact that it exists is uh is really all we've got so far. And that team behind it, I'll just say it's kind of like whenever you have a director like i mean i guess his brother chris nolan it's like oh no one's making a movie i'll check it out after watching westworld season one i'm the same thing it's like when this when this when this team makes something i'll at least 
check out like the first five episodes just to see how it goes because it's really good. Very fair. Okay, so that's that news item, and the uh, the last bit of the well, the quick news, I guess, is that um, Evo Online, uh, Evo's first attempt at doing a virtually run fighting game tournament, is officially canceled um, after the co-founder of Evo himself was accused of sexual misconduct and inappropriate acts with people who were children. And this is like, if not actual, but borderline pedophilia since the nineties and through the two thousands with different people attending the tournament. And uh, yeah, yeah, really bad news as you know, some, I'm not, I've never again, same thing that we talked about with E with um, E3. I've never been able to be a part of like the physical fighting game community being in what is mostly a small town in South Carolina. So you've never been to these events. So I've, you know, I have never gotten to look at like the dark side of it that is now, you know, really showing itself on Twitter and how many people are coming forward with these stories once the kind of dam broke and everyone going, Oh yeah. Um, Mr. Wiz is a monster. <laughs> you guys didn't know like, but they, uh, the, he has officially been uh, removed from his seat as co-founder and president of the company. And uh, they put out an official statement um, from Evo. They said, over the past 24 hours, in response to serious allegations recently made public on Twitter, we've made the first of a series of important decisions regarding the future of our company. Effective immediately, Joey Quaylar will no longer be involved with Evo in any capacity. We're currently working towards his complete separation from the company and have relieved him of all responsibilities. Uh, going forward, Tony Cannon will act as CEO. In his position, he will take a leadership role in prioritizing greater accountability across Evo, both in, internally and at our events. Um, and then part of that was where they also announced that Evo Online would be canceled, mainly because Capcom and NetherRealm and Bandai Namco all pulled all of their games from the event as part of this news. So it's a little bit like, you know, a little better late than never, but also what event were you going to have if Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and Injustice and Blaze Blue and all these games aren't there. Like what yep. it's it's the fighter, it's the fight it's the uh what is it, the Firefest, the fighting game tournaments. It's just you no know, you show up to an event with a big empty hall because none of the games showed up. So I don't know if it's really meaningful that they canceled the tournament as part of this news, or if it's just they canceled it because everyone pulled out. So, you know, whatever that is. But they are refunding all of the participants who already uh, purchased their badges and everything. And uh, if there's any proceeds from how everything turns out, they're donating it to Project Hope. At least they're trying to make right steps. They removed the person, from what I understand, pretty quickly after these allegations started to come out. Um, so good on Evo for that. But I'm willing to bet we will have a new biggest fighting game tournament of the year very soon. Because that's it's a lot to recover from. And ask the question, do they deserve to recover from it? You know, do some people that are still there, did they know about it and they, you know, got rid of the guy and there's still the same kind of people behind the closed doors? Who knows? But there's going to be a big question of doubt surrounding that tournament for the rest of forever if it ever comes back. Yeah, saying Evo is always going to be kind of a bad thing. Now. But I, I kind of applaud the uh, the video game companies for all. I'm assuming they, they heard the rumors and were like, no, nah, dog, we're out. Um, if I that had seems to, to be exactly what happened. Yeah, it started to break on on twitter when the um the initial you know person kind of started talking about mr wiz and things that had happened at events 
back in the 90s and 2000s, and it seems like everyone else followed up and was like, oh yeah, cool, are we finally talking about this? And it wasn't long after until the game started pulling out, and then they got rid of him and followed suit from there. It was kind of an avalanche. Yep. I, I hope that the, again, you kind of, as a company, and him being like the main guy there, you know, like the name seems tarnished and all, I, you kind of hope that it something can continue. I mean, there's plenty of fighting game tournaments, because it just sucks for like the people who are professionals and like this is what they do and all that, but like you got to get rid of that guy. It needs to not exist. So yeah, you've got to cancel it. And you can, you're right. You hope you bounce back. Maybe you don't. Maybe people are like that name's tarnished forever. You know, hopefully everyone, the people who do it professionally, are fine. I'm sure that they still make money doing their own thing. But yeah, yeah. like you got to do what you can do. You got to get rid of them. You got to take accountability. You got to relook everything. What they're doing, what they needed to do. They're not like, oh, we'll investigate and we'll figure out later. They were like, no, it's done. We'll figure this out. We'll hit you guys up later. And I mean, that's that's what you kind of have to do. And it's yeah, glad Ad, they stuck. Admit, the admit fault. Get rid of the the person that the problems are coming from, and yeah, and try to recover from there. Hopefully, but I mean, I think the competitors will hopefully be okay. I mean, none of the other tournaments have the name recognition that Evo does, apart from maybe like Capcom come at this point, but that's exclusively Street Fighter. And it's really just like a one-day event at this point because it's a culmination of the rest of the year's event. So it's not, you know, the the big, the full weekend event that you know that that Evo is. Um, but you uh, you figure some of the you know the sponsor money that was going to Evo in the past will just hopefully go to a, a better source. I don't know if that's CEO or if it's you know what NorCal Regionals or the, you know the big majors for some of the different fighting game tournaments, but they. Uh, you know, hopefully those, those that Razor sponsor money will go to people who, who deserve it and it just gets displaced and spread around to everybody else instead of, you know, going to Evo for these huge prize pools. But, you know, hopefully the FGC can, can rally and and figure out a way to not, you know, super damaged by this. Yeah, no, as long as the victims get taken care of and get some sort of justice, yeah. fuck that dude, and hopefully everybody can keep making a living. That didn't have anything to do with it. That's all I care Yeah, about. exactly. No, no sympathy for, for, you know, if Evo doesn't come back, it sucks for them. Sucks to suck, homie. Like, that's, that's you did that to yourself, you know, yeah. by either being the co-founder. Like, I'm sure there's regular employees there who, you know, have a hold that's not their fault, you'd hope. But, yeah, as long as, you know, the truth is out, and yeah, the victims get what they're owed in whatever way they can get it. And you know, hopefully everything else is able to pull through. Because yep, that's I'm I'm a I'm a sidelines FGC community member. We've mm-hmm. never been to any events. I don't really follow that many of the people on social media. I just watch and enjoy. Yep. Like I think I follow like Justin Wong, and that's about it. <laughs> Actually, on social media, but. You know, I still watch the tournaments and stuff, and I, you know, it's always a fun time on a weekend when there's a major and different fighting games to watch and a good time. So, you know, I hope they find a way for those to come back and, and uh, you know, not have terrible stuff in the community like this, and we can out the, the problems and let good people have a good time. Yep, I agree. I have a feeling that'll happen, because people will not let anything else happen, which they should not, so... No, not these cats have been like only playing fighting games for their entire life. I don't think they'll let it go that quick. No, they shouldn't. All right, so we guess we'll go ahead and move on to the main quest, man. This show is just breezing along tonight, which is all good, no problem. Well, that's quick to- news. There's not really like a discussion or argument about like 
sexual predatory behavior is bad. <laughs> Let me hit you with a counterpoint real quick. It doesn't need to be that. a counterpoint on that one. It's just, yep, there's that. So let's <laughs> breeze through that news section real quick. Exactly. We don't have uh, 20 minutes of Kingdom Hearts 3 debauchery to talk about, but it's all good. Oh, we'll talk uh, about Goose Game a little bit. A little bit, yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to our main quest. Uh, we are going to the complete list of the summer game fest demos have not been revealed yet. They said it'll be closer to the date. Um, they'll start, you know, showing more things and put more stuff out there. But at the moment, we have a short list. So me and Jake are just going to go over what we think looks interesting from the what is it? I think it's about eight games they've released so far. Yeah, um, I did not get the total, but yes, something like that. It's a couple. It's a handful. So yeah, we're just going to go through what we know is going to be out there. We're going to say, you know, what looks interesting to us, what our expectations are. You know that core, that uh that whole kind of a thing, and I guess I go ahead and start out because it's my number one game. Uh, on this list is Destroy All Humans, the remake of the cult classic, as they put it. Um, it's a, an Xbox, the original Xbox um, game where you play a little gray alien who comes down and you've got to kill all the humans. You abduct people, you abduct cows, you got crazy weapons. I loved it as a kid playing it back in the day and I don't ever want to actually it was a game with a gold game. So actually I could go back and play it right now, but I'll just play the remaster. I was probably going to get it anyways, but if I got a demo, sounds fun. It's, it's just one of those, like, let me run around and blow stuff up kind of game. Uh, but you get the little added benefit of being an alien. So you got a bunch of weird weapons and powers. So I always loved this game as a kid and that's a random one to get remastered and come back. THQ Nordic is is doing God's work. I believe that's the ones who they remaster all the random games. Uh, but yeah, everyone play that demo because hopefully my nostalgia holds up because I liked it a lot as a kid. Yeah, I I missed out on a lot of things in that gen because I've never owned an original Xbox and I didn't own a PS2 until after I already had a 360, I think. Okay. So I was real late to a lot of that gen. And Destroy All Humans, I don't think, came to GameCube. So uh, that was just one that I missed out on, except for maybe the five minutes I played it at a friend's house or something, which was not much time. So yeah, so I might actually jump into that remake with you. We'll see if uh, maybe if it if it's uh, comes to Game Pass, we'll do it as a uh, a Game Pass weekly. See how that goes. But um, yeah, I always saw videos of it and thought it looked interesting. And I, I always gravitated towards games that let you. This maybe sound like a sociopath, but games that let you play as the villain. Oh, it's so fun. Not, not because I wanted to just do villainous stuff, and but it was just something that you never got a chance to do. It was every game you're very much, you know, Mario saving the princess and Zelda saving the princess and, you know, defeating evil and silent protagonists and stuff. So getting to play as games like Overlord and Destroy All Humans and the first time I played KOTOR and I was like, wait, I can just be a bad guy? Like, this is unbelievable. Like, this is an experience I have not had in games yet. So I always... Enjoyed the idea from afar, but never really got a chance to actually check it out. So, mm. yeah, that should be a cool demo to play. Um, the one I, I, we've talked about this before when we were uh, reacting to the Summer Games event, um, where I believe I talked about Haven a little bit there, where it looks like it's giving me like Journey vibes. These two yeah. people are, you know, the, at least their little image here too is like them traveling over 
the wilderness, uh, share the journey of two lovers, escape to a lost planet in a desperate attempt to stay together. He plays you and Kay gliding over the grasslands of a shattered planet. And the demo will give you a glimpse of the beginning of the adventure. Uh, yeah, so I just, I don't, I don't even know exactly what the game is. I think it looks nice. And I, the little bit that I saw of, um, of the actual action at, uh, Summer Games Fest looked interesting. And uh, that definitely be one that I think I'll need a demo for. Yeah, that's see great... how it actually plays. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think we'll be able to see what these games are like and it'll be free to us. So that's awesome. Because that, yeah, it gives me, definitely gives me like journey, like tranquil indie game vibes. But yeah, like let me actually play it and let me know and I'll probably pick it up. And there's also like action y kind of platformy stuff like traversal and, and action elements. But, you know, I can't see this landscape without. I'm thinking of Journey, I think. Yeah, no. The picture looks like Journey 100%. Alright, so I guess the next one that I'll talk about, just real quick. uh, I don't know anything about this, but this Chris Tales game? A a gorgeous indie love letter to classic JRPGs with a new perspective. Fear into the past, act in the present, and watch as your choices dynamically change the future. All on one screen. That's wild. So it looks really... I like the art style. looks really, really nice. And then just the idea of like doing a puzzle where you see past, present, and future all at the same time? Or just, like, combat in that? I don't know. That sounds cool to me. You see three points in time at the same time as you're playing the game. Like, you got me sold. Like, I just I just want to know what that's like. So, a, a demo of that is good for me. I have no idea what the game is. Don't know what it's about. Don't know the story. But you give me that premise, I'm like, I'll check it out. Yeah, the screen looks, like, segmented almost. where Where your character is, and you can see the way, like, the town looks different from one slide over to the next, and that's that's very interesting. Reminds me, I've been playing the Messenger, so it reminds me of when you like you jump through the little portals, and all of a sudden you switch back and forth between the eight and sixteen bit to like solve the puzzles back and forth. Yeah, um, give me those vibes a little bit, but yeah, seeing it all on the screen at once is definitely interesting. And anything you throw the, the just the letters JRPG in there, and I'm at least like it's like a moth to a flame. And then maybe once I get close, I go, ah, this flame kind of sucks. But at least <laughs> it definitely gives me that first little bit of like, excuse me, what? What's this now? And then, uh, yeah, so that, that'll definitely be one I check out. That's cool. Um, next up on their list they have here is Hellpoint, intense action RPG um, on a taking place on a derelict space station. Dark sci-fi atmosphere, dreadful creatures facing cosmic gods. Um, and you can play with a friend, local or online co-op. Um, yeah, it looks very uh, spooky action RPG vibes, but also on a space station. So future, dark, sci-fi, horror, alien, hack and slash? Co-op. Boom, I'm in. Co-op? Is that all the genres? Yeah, that's all the genres. Um, uh, but yeah, it... Uh, Definitely looks nice for a game I haven't heard much, if not any, anything about at all. These enemies definitely look real spooky. Uh, yeah, you're fighting flesh monsters in your black spacesuit uh, uh, with a sword. Like, uh, it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> this is definitely Space Ninja Gaiden, I feel like, is what they're going for. Oh, yeah. But with a I, with, but sword and board. So not a ninja. Because that's a shield he's holding, so I don't yeah, know. Huh. Interesting. Again, that's one where it's like, the the screenshot is interesting. The premise is interesting. I'll play a demo to see if it is yeah. actually good. 
what the hell genre is this? I just want to see the breakdown. It's, just, it's a mold of all genres. <laughs> Alright, and then my last one, uh, just because there's so many skateboard games this year, Skatebird. Yeah, what the hell is skate? What is Skatebird? Uh, I'm looking at it, but what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I know um, that uh, Mike Towndro over at uh, Platform Agnostic really really likes this game. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I'm just like skateboard games. They literally we had none for ten years, and then I were getting like eight of them all at once. Uh, skatebird, yeah, it's just like a silly skateboard game. You play as a bird on a skateboard. It's absolutely a bird on a skateboard wearing bunny ears. So, I mean, it definitely looks like a silly skateboard game. I'm all about You're it. right. I mean, yeah. You're right. We had a drought, and now it's raining. I mean, why not, why not drink a little water, you know? Yes, exactly. Well, that's it for me. Those look interesting. Again, I can't wait to see the full list, because just a small snippet. It's got some pretty cool stuff. And again, it's all free. It's just going to cost you time. So I'll probably download a large amount of them. Yeah, it's 60 of them. There's gonna, And I'm sure most of them will be the things that people are actually looking forward to as well. And, you know, uh, and they're just, they were not going to announce those yet, because of course not, because they want the hype moments and not like released in an article, yeah. but um, in a news, ex, news.xbox.com article. So, I mean, that's, there's no way it's going to be a, like a thing you figure. Um so yeah, I would not be surprised at all if there's there's you know lots and lots of real titles as well as like you know fun little indies and remakes and stuff like this. The other, the other ones on here uh, that they have announced that will the very the other three that will at least be on there are the Veil, Shadow of the Crown, an audio based action adventure game that unlocks the full potential of 3D spatial sound. The Veil sets out to breathe new life into medieval combat and provide a truly novel experience for visually impaired and sighted gamers alike. So that's cool. There's some nuance there. It's giving me um, Hellblade vibes. Yeah, with the so with much of Hellblade is yeah the audio cues and stuff that are involved. But this seems just even more you know fully diving into a very audio game, and that's really cool that it is also tailored for people who are you know visually impaired gamers who I'm sure they're uh, you know the the limits on games. Especially when games don't include lots of accessibility options, are not there. So seeing a game that's kind of designed to, you know, be a good experience for you's got to be cool, and that it's still, you know, not 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 a letdown for people with, you know, sighted gamers that aren't, you know, not like they're missing anything on their end. But it's a, uh, I'm sure that'll be a very cool experience if it's well done. It could suck, but hopefully not. We also have Raji, an ancient epic. An action-adventure game set in ancient India. A young girl named stand against the demonic and her destiny to create her younger brother and face the demon lord Mahabal- Mahabalasura. I apologize if we have any Indian listeners. <laughs> We're trying our best. Mahabalasura. That was not the first time I saw that word. I was just I read it and I was like hoping to say this right, and then that's what we got. So. That's what I would have guessed. Please feel free to phonetically correct me on the comments. If you hear this, you know how to say it correctly. I'm happy to make an attempt. Um, and then we also have Welcome to Elk, which looks like a 90s Nickelodeon cartoon. Oh, God, um, yeah. A biographical adventure set on an island like no other. Every character encounters a story to tell, from the weird and wonderful to the dark and desperate. All the tales told on Elk are based on true stories of life on the road less traveled. That'll be an interesting game. 
it'll be an interesting talkie game the way it looks. But you're right; it does look like um, what was the with the redhead girl Nickelodeon show where she changed uh, her clothes and it was a big deal because the character actually changed her clothes. Um, as told by Ginger. It's told by Ginger. I was gonna say leave it to Gretchen, but I'm like that's not right. <laughs> Uh, if my brain went to wild thornberries at first, but no, no, she no. definitely wore the same outfit every time. Yeah. And I'm getting I'm getting Doug vibes from it. Yes. Nickelodeon Doug, not Disney yeah. Doug where it sucked. Yeah. There was there was a Disney Doug? Yeah, get on Disney Plus. There's a Disney they took over a Doug and it sucked. Why? Why what? How did yeah. they get those rights? Nickelodeon still exists. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I hate that, I'm sure. I haven't seen it or heard of it, but I'm sure I hate it. It's real bad. I'd commit to that right now. Roger is rich for some reason. It's all awful. Oh. This was the one that they did slightly after where they updated the art style and made them all go up a little bit. And yeah, Skeeter it's... looks cooler and Patty's got... Yeah, okay. Yep, I remember this. It was definitely worse. Yes, trash. <laughs> That's right. God, how did I forget that, that was Disney? Weird. Yep. All right, well, that'll do it for our main quest. I guess next we'll go on to what we've been playing. For me, I was on vacation, so I literally only played our Game Pass Weekly game. So there you go. Yeah, I played more of the um I played more of the uh stuff that I'd already talked about before. I played more Tyranny, having a good time. And uh I yeah, and then, then I played our Game Pass game. So I uh yeah, that's it. So I mean I don't you guys didn't hear me talk about tear anymore. It was more of things I like. Uh, we did it. We did more of that. And then, yeah, I played some of the game we'll talk about here in a second. All right. I guess we'll go ahead and jump into our Game Pass Weekly, the segment of the show where we talk about all fun stuff Game Pass. Uh, go ahead and hit me with the new releases. Yes. So new releases we have. Uh, and I believe two of these are still listed as coming soon. That was what was posted on their Game Pass Twitter, and I did not see them when I did a quick glance over before the show. But um, coming to console is CrossCode. Coming to console and PC is Fallout 76 Wastelanders. Is that a DLC for 76? I think it's just 76 with the DLC. And they just put the name on there to let you know it comes with the new content? Okay, I would assume so, yeah. I own Fallout 76 and have never played it. So, yeah, I got it as a Christmas gift the same time I got my Switch and uh, Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. you can guess what took a back seat. It was Fallout 76. I've literally never turned it on. I played Spider-Man immediately, and I played a lot of Pokemon. And then after that, I was like, there's new games coming out. And I never, it, it's, it went on the shelf. That's where it is. I've, I've done the same thing before. I get it. <laughs> Apologies if my girlfriend is listening. And- but... I know she's never played some of the games I've gotten her, so it's fine. There you go. Um, and we've also got games that are officially already out that were surprise releases. We're not ever posted as coming soon until they were just like, hey, guess what? This is here. Uh, Soul Calibur VI. Uh, very cool. Um, yeah, I've, I've played a lot of five and four, and I never got around to purchasing six. So I'm definitely going to get into that at some point. Geralt uh, in that game. He's real fun. He's in the game. Never played a Witcher game. You should play three. It's also on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. Um, 
And then also on PC is something called Out of the Park Baseball 21. Hey, somebody tell me what this game is, please. <laughs> it seems to imply that there has been another Out of the Park Baseball. Because why would you... I mean, I guess you could put a year title on your first game, but... Yeah, I've never heard of you. Um, but it's it has won awards according to their description, their own description of their own game. I'm sure that's very so, credible. Yeah, who knows where those came from? They awarded themselves an award, so they call it award winning. Who knows? It's the 21st version. So apparently, out of the park baseball has existed since 2000. Uh, have we been living under a rock, or have has this game just never done? Yeah, that's right. The 21st version. It that, says it right there. That's Un, unprecedented depth and customization. Brand new that. game flow for newcomers and veterans. Unmatched authenticity licensed by MLB and the MLB Players Association. What? There's an officially licensed MLB game that no one's ever heard of. I, I'm sure somebody has, but damn if they didn't pick the wrong people to talk about it right now. Good Lord. See, yeah. this is... Riku, Riku was talking to me, our faithful listener, Riku. Um, between Out of the Park Baseball 21 and the Gainesville Gold game on the 15th, Dunk Lords, we're going to have some fun uh, sports games coming up in the next couple weeks on Xbox. See, at least I've seen Dunk Lords because it's just you look at it one time and you go, what the hell is Dunk Lords? And that sticks with you. Out of the Park Baseball, I'll forget that it exists by Wednesday, I think. I'll forget it exists after I edit this. <laughs> hey, yeah, as soon as we're done. Like, what was the name of that baseball game? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm now. I wanted to like do research on it. Though. I, want, I want to know everything about out of the park baseball. Maybe there's something here. Maybe this is like the maybe this is the fire pro wrestling of baseball games. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, what's that series? And you just like you didn't realize what you've been missing out on the time playing garbage like WWE 2K games. You come back next week and you have Out of the Park Baseball t-shirt, hat, <laughs> world's biggest fan, Out of the Park Baseball. Oh, it looks like... Oh, wow. Okay. It is a full Justice Simulation game. There is oh, like no baseball style. playing. Yeah. yeah. And there's... Oh, my God, the stats. This is nuts. Baseball there's a stats. nuts amount of stats in here. This is for like the real ass real baseball nerd who gets into like whip and vorp and all like that's that's what they're here for. They're here for out of the park baseball. I hope they have Not, a good time. You hope they have, they have a good time? Yes, because I Not will never for, play that game. <laughs> no, this is not for casual baseball fans. I'm what's below a casual fan? A hater? No, I'm not a hater of baseball. I mean, I don't like it, but I don't like watching it or participating in it. But I do have a, a, a very vague tangential interest in the San Francisco Giants. I've been a fan of them for my whole life. So at least a part of me is like, hey, look at them. They're doing good this year. And then I go back to doing literally anything else. I understand. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like, those numbers are good. Anyways. <laughs> hey, good for them. Bust, uh, what's, what's Buster Posey's dope? He's a really good catcher. All right, goodbye. (laughs) I go go back to paying attention to a way better sport like basketball. Or football. Either one. They're both better. Uh, Yeah, so that's that's our new games coming out this week. I haven't seen any word yet on what games we'll be leaving. Typically, it's around the middle of the month that we lose games from Game Pass. So 
assuming we'll see something, maybe have some word by next week on the stuff that will be gone, and uh, we'll find out then. Cool. And until then, that's our new games. Awesome. All right, so we'll go ahead and get to our review from last week, being Untitled Goose Game, the award-winning indie darling Untitled Goose Game. Because I think it won like a, a, a just a boat boatload of uh, dice awards. I think this is the one that the industry, or maybe GDC awards, whatever the awards where the video game developers vote on them, this game won game of the year at. So, Jake, how did you feel about it? Because I think you once again got farther than me. I actually got a decent weight. This game's not super long. First of all, um, I got three levels in to it. Um. So yeah, by the way, I'm sure you got farther than me, so I guess I want to hear from you first. You got, wait, you got three levels in. What what area was that? The pub? It, it was like a town, like a square with a, maybe that's only two. Okay, so you're at the second part. That's what I was wondering. If you're the third okay. part, then like, that's the end of the game. There's only three levels. Okay, well, um, I'm almost done with the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I beat it. Um as far as beating it goes, I mean, I, I went to all of the worlds and, uh, you know, made it, I, the credits rolled. But then as soon as you do, it unlocks all these secret uh, tasks that you go back and can run again. But yeah, I did beat it. And um, I don't know. I don't have much of an opinion. It feels like a game uh, that I played. And now we're here. It, okay. I don't think any of it's going to stick with me. I don't think I, I didn't dislike it by any means. I had the, the time I played it was cool, but it was also like I don't know. It felt like maybe it was more like the meme side of it is is the reason people talked about it as much as they did. And maybe that's just me, but I don't know. What am I missing, Adam? I'm I'm with you. It's definitely. Like the creation, like oh hey guys, there's this crazy goose game. Like I think it's fine. Like I think I like the soundtrack. I like the the sound design. Where like when he sees you, or, like when you run, or like your little mm-hmm. piano stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it is a solid, tranquil game. Like it's fine though. But yeah, I'm with you. Like when you when you put in front of it like winner of game of the year at these awards or whatever, it's like wait what? Why did every, why did those guys? Why did those game developers troll each other and say this is the best game ever uh, or the year? Not with you. Like it's fun. I like. The idea of honking at people—that's fun. Like it's just like a fun, silly thing, but it's it's fine. Yeah, there's—I don't think there's anything special about it. I think it's just this is cute. You can run around and honk and steal stuff. You're a goose. Like that's that's it. That's the whole premise. The, they wrote it down on a piece of paper and like we're gonna make this game. It's gonna take you two hours to beat it. And it yeah. really is. Yeah, I think I think I had fun in the first section when you're in the garden, and yeah. it's it's the little bit of nuance, and you're just like. Oh look, I'm hogging to this guy and then stealing his stuff, but isn't that fun? And it's like, ah yeah, fuck you. I stole your hat, threw it in the water. Isn't that that's great? And then that's fun for a small amount of time. And then by the second section, I did none of that. Second section was me going, cool, let's complete these tasks and move on. And third one was me doing the same thing. And then I beat the game. Yeah, it's like, not even that long. And for it to like not be and again, I don't think it's bad at any point, but it's just like I get it after the first level. Yeah, like the gameplay is is fine. I mean, it is what it is. They, you know, I think they knew what they wanted to do and did it well. Nothing is bad about the gameplay. Your goose, you know, moves well. It reacts well to the controls and everything. So that part is all 
good for what they were looking for. So that part's fine. Um, but it's just, uh, I think once you, once you, again, once you play it for a minute and you're, you get past the, the nuance of, you know, just uh, harassing people, it's like, cool, there's not much else to this. Um, a little bit of puzzly aspects, I guess, are there, but none of them were all that difficult. That it was like, you know, really like brain teaser worthy, like puzzle level, puzzle worthy. So, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it's it just, it, I think it is what it is, and I played it. And that's a review without really saying anything. But, it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, that's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a fun game. It's cute, good music, and that's it. it it's literally a very simple puzzle game. That's what it is. Yeah. You to be fair, to- though, I've never, I've never thrived in like the sandbox environments. Like, apart from it, the ones that I have, like the you know the big sprawling open worlds, still have to have like a narrative push for me, mm-hmm. for me to enjoy them, like Fallout and Skyrim and stuff like that. But like, uh. I think of good examples, but if it's just like you know, hey, here's a a world, do some stuff, then it's like, all right, cool, like that's fun, but like, what am I here for? What am I? What's my goal? Maybe yeah. that's maybe it's the problem that I need someone to tell me that, but I don't yeah. know. But when they're like, hey, you make the fun. I'm like, how about you help me? You yeah, help like me enjoy this. Yeah, like there's a game that I got recently um, on PC called The Isle. And you play as like dinosaurs and you pick a dinosaur as like a very small dinosaur and you have to like uh, drink water and eat food and survive and stuff. And it's the whole game is PVP. So out of nowhere, T-Rex can run by and and eat you if you're not careful. Hmm. And then the end, I guess, is you just like either just hanging out in the world and potentially going around and fighting people or or. just finding friends and hanging out. It seems almost like a dinosaur chat room. Yeah. Where you just like jump on with your friends and like, Hey, look, I'm a Triceratops and I'm a Diablosaurus and I'm a blah, 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 blah. And here we are. And let's chat and run around and do dinosaur stuff. But there's not really, there's no goals besides just getting bigger. But even then it's such a passive process. Like I started, I started my first character. And then within like seconds, a giant T-Rex came and ate me. And I was like, all right, got to play this more careful. So I found a very isolated spot and I just laid there and drank water and ate when I was hungry and hid until I got to be an adult. And I was like, all right, what do I do now? I don't really want to like kill people's characters. Like that. It took me like way too long to turn into an adult. Like it's not like call of duty where you just get to respawn. (laughs) Like your your fucking dinosaurs did, so yeah, like I just ruined somebody else's investment. Like this isn't a good time. So like those kind of sandboxy games, where like here's the world, be in it, have never really been for me. And Goose is a little bit like that, but obviously there are some goals. But if your goals aren't going to be that the puzzles puzzles are you know really difficult and like thought provoking, then it really is just there to goof around as a goose, and that is definitely for some people. Yes. But I just don't think it's yeah. Don't think it's my kind of thing. I'm with you. And I it's sound like, like I sound like an old man. No, I sound old saying like, "Hey, kids today, you're just 
games? Where? Who's the villain in this situation? I don't want to be that person. I, ho- I want people to like the games they like. I'm saying that's where I'm at. I don't have a lot of time to play games, so you gotta you gotta give me something to uh to make me want to drive it home. You know. I don't know. Your time's valuable. There's nothing wrong. Again, I think you know. I forgot how our scale works, but I'd be like, download it. Sure. Would I buy this game for how short it is? Absolutely not. But it's a fun download play for two hours. Delete it off your Xbox and never think about it again. Yeah, if it's like a five ten dollar game, then probably worth buying, especially if you enjoy, you know, just fucking around in a game's world. Cool. Um, but if uh, you know, if you're looking for a play it once and be done with it experience, yeah, game pass it. Yeah, I agree. I concur with you. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. I don't feel one way or the other. Anyways, that was yeah, our end. That's, oh, go ahead. That's the part that left me the most like baffled. It's all the other games we played. I'm like, cool. I have an opinion. I know. Here's here's kind of where I'm at, and it was pretty quick to come to that realization. This I finished it, and I was like, huh. What do I think about this game? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And yeah. that's always a weird. That's always a weird feeling. Yeah. And you go, I don't know. That, is, am I so middle that I just don't have an answer? Or is it so thought, thought-provoking thought that it's, it's brought up at a new side okay. of me? Maybe, maybe that's the intended experience. Yeah. It's so deep you didn't get it. I didn't get it. That's what it is. Now, this is, this is the Suicide Squad of video games for me, where I saw that movie and I'm like, this is the most 5 out of 10 thing I've ever seen in my life, and I just don't care one way or the other. That's a little bit fair. I mean, you probably you know what though. You know what though? No, I don't think so. I don't think I agree with that because I think I think the people at Untitled Goose Game knew exactly what they wanted to do, and they did it incredibly well. Yeah. And just, if you like that thing, then that's it's for you. I think Suicide Squad didn't know what the hell they were doing. And they, they started making one product and then they changed it halfway but didn't bother to fix the other half. Like they're just like dumping post-effect graphics onto a like a dour movie and trying to pretend like no one will notice. Like, hey, if we play Welcome to the Jungle over the scene where no one's smiling, it'll be fine. It's like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> well, throw throw a pink paint splatter on the screen and put quippy bullet points about this character next to it. It's like, nah, man. Still doesn't work. Just commit to a vision. Either be Guardians or be Dark Knight. You can't, like, halfway it both ways. It doesn't... No one likes that. It's very strange. Oh, man. So, Goose Game better than Suicide Squad? Goose Game is better than Suicide Squad. Okay. Because it accomplishes the desired effect. Suicide Squad said, like, hey, man, we're shooting for a thousand things here. And they maybe did two of them. That should be a review scale. Is it better than Suicide Squad? Is it better than Kingdom Hearts 3? <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad better than Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> All right, that was our in-depth review of Untitled Goose Game, which is available on Game Pass. Feel free to give us suggestions on what game we pitch, pick each week. Uh, next week on Game Pass, we're going to play my personal favorite, uh, For the King. It is available on Xbox Game Pass, of course. It's also available on literally every console or uh, system out there. 
for the king it is a think of it as a tabletop rpg roguelike action adventure hex crawl video game yeah i'm into that it's real good i enjoy it everyone play it let us know how you feel about it uh for the king it is fantastic this is one of the first uh games we're gonna play that one of us has played it a good bit right Yes, I have played probably 30-ish hours of this game in total. Across the multiple consoles. I yeah, I, I was telling Jake I bought this game three times. Uh, two times for myself, one time for a friend. Uh, good times. So yeah, in total, probably about 30 hours. I enjoy it. I don't expect you to play that much. I'll, we'll talk about what I think you should actually play in the game, but it's a good time. All right. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know, we have... Uh, uh, met each other over tabletop RPGs, so I'm sure we'll have similar experience with this, and uh, and hopefully have a good time. Yeah, it should scratch uh, that itch. Great, I'm gonna play Tyranny and For the King all week. Just Do all it. tabletop RPG video, all games. fantasy, all the time. Let's I'm go. gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and play Baldur's Gate. We're gonna play Icewind Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Just fully commit. Where's Planescape Torment? I gotta find that somewhere. At the end of this, you should know like how to use, use a sword in real life. I mean, I own multiple swords. That's right. Hasht- you show me that hashtag weeb shit. <laughs> 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 not, not actually. I don't even think any of them are really like we- weeby. Are they all like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings stuff? One is ice from Game of Thrones, Ned Stark sword. One is Genji's sword from. Match. Okay. Uh, we have Michonne's katana from Walking Dead. Right. I have a katana that I got as a trophy at a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament, actually. Okay. So it's just cool. a red katana with a black blade, and it's got like a little plaque on the side. This is like first place. That's dope. Uh, yeah. Um, and then one. Uh, I have a I have a spear that was uh handmade in Africa. Okay. Uh, in in the country of Djibouti. That is not a joke. It's the real country that borders Somalia. My my uh, brother's dad was stationed there for a very long time, so he sent it to my brother, and my brother gave it to me because he knows I like weaponry and weird stuff. So I have that. Uh, yeah, a legitimately made African spear. I very much enjoy that. that and uh, yeah, I think that is I mean, that's the total of it. Yeah. That's my weaponry collection that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Only one of those is a weeb sword, so you're good to go. It's in an and it's an American made game, so like like it's Genji, but yeah. I'm still gonna count yeah. it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well thank you for <laughs> you're good. Thank you for joining us this week on Xbox Quest. Please leave a five star review, share us with a friend. Feel free to follow us on social media at Xbox Quest. If you want to join in on the show, suggest a topic, tell us how you feel about Game Pass Weekly Game, or just ask us anything in general. Feel free to shoot us an email, xboxquestpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jake, for joining me on our quest. We will continue on our journey with Xbox next week. Have a good one, y'all. And we out.